0: Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 115 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So, in this podcast, I'm delighted and excited to get to introduce you to my
1: friend, Hannah Beer. Welcome to the podcast, goddess. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Victoria. I am buzzing over here. I'm so excited. Yay! Welcome, welcome. So, for everyone listening in, Hannah Beer is an
0: energy healer and family constellations therapist, and you can find her at hannahbeer.com. H A N N A B I E R.com. So, All right, my sister, my soul sister, like this may be the very first time that people are getting to hear about you or meet you. And so I would love for you to share with us what exactly it is that you do in your business. But like my favorite thing to find out is what are the three things that you're known for? Can you tell us?
1: yes so what i actually do like the nuts and bolts of my work is that i make people very happy and I help them live their ideal lives and i would hope that i'm known for um, Well, okay, first things first, I know that I'm known for being clairvoyant. So that's usually what most people know me for. I've always seen energy, so it it looks like colors around a person. I see dark spots in their bodies, I see contractions, I see all sorts of things. I see their past lifetimes and their family systems and all sorts of things. And that's always been the case for me. For most of my life, I just thought that was completely normal and that everybody was like that. And so now in my business, it's really helpful for me because I can read my clients and I see exactly where their blocks lie, what's not working. So if I'm being completely honest, it's probably the thing that I'm most known for because that's what most of my clients come to me. They're like, just tell me what's wrong and fix it, Hannah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Wow. And like, is this something that ever since you were a little kid, you would see? did you ever have any like Early childhood, or like teenage experiences of like seeing stuff around people. I know I've always felt other people's emotions in my body.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so everyone's wired really differently. The way you feel other people's energy is some people just know things or some people see things, some people hear things. I see and hear and feel very intensely. And I remember being a little child and I was at school and just kind of turning over to a friend and saying, isn't it funny that all those numbers on the buses glow in different colors? Like, isn't it funny that two is always yellow and three is always red and four is always green? And she looked at me and was like, Hannah, no. (laughs) <laughs> You're crazy that does not exist and I just shrugged it up. I was like, okay I guess like people are just lost in their daydreams. Maybe they're colorblind because it was so real to me I just I just thought I don't know why other people don't see it And then I kept pointing at things and people just didn't see what I saw And I thought what the hell is wrong with people is everybody so You know shut down that they're not aware and so I didn't really think much of it I just thought well, maybe I'm just sensitive that I see things more clearly maybe my eyesight is a little better but never in a gazillion years would I have thought that that's kind of a special gift not at all I love that
0: like I'm overjoyed to hear that your immediate reaction was what is wrong with them oh my goddess that is so healthy and so natural and so integrated because gosh, my, my initial reaction was, what is wrong with me? And holy crap, I've been like working through that one um, for many years. And I've, I find that like a lot of my clients were born naturally intuitive, similar to you and I, um, in their own, as you say, in their own strengths. But the, that external, um, how do you say, a re- rejection or a criticism or like dismissal, became internalized so I just want to celebrate you for not internalizing it immediately that's amazing (laughs) thank you
1: yeah I didn't think of it and then later on when I entered the self-development industry in my early 20s and I started seeing like hypnosis and life coaching and yoga and all those things I was like what is this stuff And then I heard people talk about psychics and I was like well I'm definitely not psychic there's nothing magical about my gifts. It's completely normal. It's everyday stuff. Like I see energy as clearly as I see. You know, I'm sitting in my office right now. I'm working at a bright yellow desk. Like it's as clear to me as my desk. It, and so I thought, well, I'm definitely not psychic because it's not. It's nothing. Nothing crazy. And I've also been always able to speak to spirit guides. They were just people who came to me, and they also spoke to me as clearly as humans so it's like i don't think i'm psychic at all so i think i've also been just joyfully misdiagnosing myself my entire life telling myself that i was completely normal when other people probably wouldn't have agreed with that but it it helped me a lot i love it i love it i love it that's so good
0: (laughs) yay and for like on the other side of my journey like i can definitely relate of how like hearing the voices of my spirit guides or seeing them um in journey time like it's they're just as clear as the next person um and it's it's interesting being on that tuned in tapped and turned on state where you're able to to register all the information all the communication and data that they're sending and then loving and being connected to others who are not Necessarily tuned into that radio frequency, I guess, or that channel um, in their brains like the the gap is so apparent, and it makes me curious for you what what was it that brought you onto the path of? For, for one, instead of just like continuing in your own stream, just your own journey and enjoying um, your spirit guides or the, the information that you've been receiving, but then becoming like a healer and a family constellations therapist, like what, was there something that happened that kind of like caused you to pivot or gave you an epiphany? Could you tell me?
1: Yeah, it really felt like I was such a reluctant healer. So in my early 20s, I was studying fashion. I was really deeply depressed. I had anorexia. I was struggling with an anxiety disorder, severe PTSD. I was really struggling. I did not think about healing other people at all. And I was studying fashion. I just didn't really know what else to do with my life. And I thought, okay, you know, Might as well go to university. And I didn't really think that there was much for me in my future. I just thought people like me, you know, we just kind of die young, there's nothing special. And then I I, I had this moment where I was drinking out all night and all of a sudden, I just kind of had this epiphany of, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to keep numbing numbing and dumbing myself with alcohol and drugs and hanging out with people who just weren't going anywhere. And I thought to myself, like, I've been complaining about having experienced all these traumas and having been dealt all these difficult cards when I was a child, but I never actually chose to go try and fix myself. I always just kind of assumed that, you know, what my therapist told me, that what I had couldn't be fixed, you know, that I could take medications or anything like that, but that there was no way that, you know, I could just be a normal, healthy person. And so I kind of had this moment of drawing a line in the sand and saying, I'm going to have to try. Mm. So I started researching the brain and the nervous system. I started noticing, oh, okay, so it's not that I'm inherently broken. It's just that my body needs to heal. You know, it's, it's just... There's actual scientific evidence that the body can recover from something like this. And so I started to experiment on myself and all of a sudden I got really happy and my life started to flow and I got really lucky. And then people came to me and said, Hannah, my therapist can't help me. I want what you're having. Can you help me? And my first reaction was, Hell no. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, you need to stay with a therapist. You need to keep on working with a professional. I'm not going to do this. I'm not nearly fixed myself. My life is a huge mess still. I have no idea what I'm doing. Just a resounding, wholehearted no. But the people kept coming, and Mm -hmm. I kept saying no. And then I had a really smart friend who kind of found a little loophole in my no-ness, and she got me to teach yoga. And then through yoga, people started to stay at the end of the yoga class. And it was like 40, 50 people in a park. And more people stayed afterwards and started telling me their stuff. And then they asked me questions. And I kept telling them. And then I started telling them some little things about themselves. And they were like, Why do you know these things? And I told them, Well, I just see it in your energy field. And they were like, What is this? And so I kind of got myself into the situation where I just couldn't shut them up. And I couldn't stop and so it really it was kind of like I clients came to me before I had a business mm-hmm. before I even consented to it before mm-hmm. I even wanted to do it so it kind of like I fell into my business and to be completely honest with you the first couple of years I want to throw in the towel every single day mm-hmm. every single moment I was like I'm not I don't know what I'm doing this is terrible I shouldn't be doing this who am I to do this it's way too big a responsibility to have other people's kind of lives that they trust me with and for me to help them with that. And so the more, you know, I really honed my craft. And you know, by now I've worked with over a thousand people, I I I started to get better and I really needed to surrender that this was really what the universe wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. Even though my personality was not on board at all. And now I'm really glad that my soul won over my personality because my clients are amazing and I love my work but it really felt like life trained me to do this and life put me in my business and I was the one who needed to catch up. And that's still happening today where my soul is like putting me in situations I'm like, okay, so that's what we're doing now? So I was so reluctant. (laughs) Oh my God, I love
0: it. I love it. And this is like the vision that I get
1: is of you being dragged kicking and screaming. (laughs) I was not feeling it in the beginning yeah. I thought, what arrogance of me to think that I could do this hmm you know? but well here I am mm-hmm. it's not about me <laughs> I love it like was there
0: so with that was there something in particular that switched it on to like okay I'm in the business and I can't really handle it I, I don't like being here to now I'm in the business and I can take it at scale, like this is comf- This is more of a soul aligned uh, business model, or this is a more of, I know for me, like uh, it was over, like at first I was really uncomfortable receiving payment for the energy work that I was doing because it was like this thing that was non-physical and intangible and something that is a deep passion or, and I'm, I don't like what I'm about to say right now, but it was like a profound hobby. Like not, it wasn't a business. Like this like doing the energy healing that I love. It was something that I was doing for me. And then so opening to receiving money, it got all complicated and numbers and weird. Um, And fast forward, when I started learning how to work with groups in a way that Prioritized my needs and my sensitivity rather than like turning it into a meat factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, like for lack of a better term, like prioritizing my needs and my energy and going into a business model that's all right, I'm working one to many um, in on the time frame that I like, in the way that I like, with the people that I like, and there's like a, a how do you say, screening process that people go through in order to get to work with me like what that for me really personally like if I'm sharing helped ground me into a sustainable pleasurable business model that I'm happy to show up in versus one that's eating me alive like did you have a turning point of when you were in business now of like, I'm in a business that is not working for me to now I'm in a business that is, could you tell us?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think my big switch was to understand that I couldn't escape my business. You know, cause I was all, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, this isn't working. And in the meantime, my clients were getting great results. My clients were telling all their friends and family about me, you know, like clients kept coming, podcast interviews kept coming, like opportunities kept coming, money was flowing. And I was still sitting there arrogantly and, and, and with my entitlement saying, I'm not supposed to be doing this. And at some point it, fe- it felt like, you know, a sense of humility settled in where I really started to understand it's an honor getting to serve. It's an honor getting to do this work. It's not about me. And so it turned from a me, 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 Hannah show into I run my business for my clients. I get up in the morning because I have meaningful important work to do and it's not mine to say what that work is. At some level I have consented to doing this in this lifetime and I was just done with me just always complaining. And that was my big change because running a business isn't that difficult if you're just willing to do what's necessary. You know, if you just have a good work ethic and you show up every day and you do what you're supposed to do, it's not so difficult. It was my it was my really salty attitude, quite honestly, that was making it difficult, you know, cuz my clients were having a great time. <laughs> you know, they loved it. Um Yeah, I think that was the big switch for me. And then I really enjoyed, like it just became my greatest pleasure and honor getting to help my clients. And from there, even more came. And now I can't imagine doing anything different. I just love it so much. Yeah, it was a big inner shift that needed to happen.
0: I hear you, I hear you. How interesting, how along our journey as entrepreneurs, we come up against roadblocks and turns out those roadblocks are ourselves over and over and over again. Like I sincerely believe that this entrepreneurial journey is an ascension path because there's different levels of ourselves that we discover and uncover over time being called to continue and show up. I know one of the three branches of Buddhism calls for service like being called to service as a vehicle for enlightenment. And so what I'm hearing, like making that connection to what you're saying, Hannah, is how that submission to being called to this position and continuing to serve is what helped you really ground into into that position. Would you agree or?
1: Oh yes. Oh yes, as soon as you understood, that I was here to help people and it wasn't all about me. It was like, okay, no problem. I just shut up, I did what I was supposed to do and I actually really ended up loving it. Really? Yeah, so service is, yeah, it's the core of my business.
0: I love it, I love it, I love it. So I'm curious, with that being said, what, what do we get to celebrate for you because like, This message that you're sharing here about being real about you may wanna throw in the towel every single day and going from that to being in a state of humility and love um, in, in relationship with your business. Someone might be listening in right now thinking, oh, she's my girl, I've been looking for this woman. Like, where do we get to go celebrate you and connect with you online? Could you tell us, could you tell us, please?
1: Of course. My website is H A N N A B I E R. H-A-N-N-A-B-I-E-R.com. And as soon as you get on my website, you'll see that I have an event coming up. It's about creating the very best 2020 that you can create. And it's an energy healing masterclass. It's on December 30th. You can join it from all around the world. If you can't make it, you're also welcome to sign up for the Replay, it's gonna be amazing. Tickets are only $20, I would love to have you. And it's a really great way to get a taster for my work because we're basically going to clear out any gunky energy you've accumulated in 2019 and set you up to really have the most successful year in 2020. I'm so excited, it's one of my favorite things, my favorite, one of my favorite events every single year. I can't wait. And the other thing that I'm so excited about is that my book is coming out soon. So feel free to get on my mailing list so that you guys will be kept in the loop about that. Congratulations on your new book. That's amazing. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh my goddess, I look forward to seeing and hearing more about that. And thank
1: you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on the podcast today, goddess. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great time. Wonderful. So let's turn it over to
0: our listeners now. If this is your first episode listening to the Journeypreneur podcast, welcome. Go ahead make sure you hit that subscribe button on iTunes. And while you're at it, give us a five-star review so that more people can know that this is the place to come for that inspiration motivation to stay on your path as a conscious entrepreneur while you're at it by the way while you're leaving your five-star review there's a comment section this is episode 115 let us know what did hannah say that spoke to you or inspired you touched your energy the most and so with that being said i love to end every single episode with this one phrase please remember to enjoy the journey do not lose your glow as as you grow in life and business, and we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.